Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to Phil Sports Talk. I'm Phil Nicastro, and today's guest is Nick Kukuru, beat writer of the Gloucester Times, Gloucester Football, Gloucester Hockey. But uh, we'll keep it to football for now. Sounds good. And Nick, the football season is rapidly approaching. Yeah, it's there. They're um, they're starting their mini camps up today. Mini camp, yeah. yeah. A little um, preseason uh, offensive clinic today, and then they yeah. got their mini camps up uh, later this week. Yeah. Uh, scrimmage, yeah. I believe, a week from Saturday. Really, first scrimmage a week from Saturday. I think so. Who yeah. was that against? I believe Peabody. Is that that triple team thing that they do oh, yes. sometimes? Actually, yes. I think actually that's their first scrimmage. Yeah. They, um, they'll go to Chelmsford, yeah. um, and they'll scrimmage. Uh, there'll be one of four teams scrimmaging. Right, yeah. Um, I know it's them in Chelmsford every year. I believe Lexington yeah. is I, one of them. I knew Waltham. that. I know that's the new thing the teams are doing now. They're inviting four teams to scrimmages yeah. now. That way one defense comes in, mm-hmm. this offense comes in it's against that defense. Yeah, yeah. That way there, you don't have to judge yourself by just one or two teams. Exactly. You don't have to go out there and look for a team. All right, they run the spread. We'll schedule them this week. This team runs the wing T. We'll Mm -hmm. schedule them this week. Now you get it all in one. Last year, team was 9-2, and Nick. Um... That was a great team last year. I sure thought. was. Yeah, well, that it was an excellent was. team. But you know, with this new playoff system and the way the season kind of ends, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like a nine and two team. It really because they lost that playoff game to Marblehead. Yeah, they lost in the semis to Marblehead. Right. Marblehead's had their number. They haven't beat Marblehead. Uh, I think they've yeah. lost five in a row yeah. to to the Magicians. But uh, the, there's, there's no question. The highlight of last season was that Beverly playoff game. Oh, absolutely. That they, was <laughs> as good a game as uh, as you'll yeah, see that was uh, great, at any level in any sport. Great football game. You know that. Last Last drive, I'm still thinking about it because when they got the mm-hmm. ball, I'm thinking there's no way they're going to score. They have no timeouts and they don't throw the ball. Yeah, exactly. And, and they got it all running. And they got it all running. And the, the, the running backs were smart enough to run out of bounds, mm-hmm. even when, if they had gained yardage. Even if they had more yardage in front of them, they got out of bounds and stopped the clock. It's true. And the running backs did a great job on they that. They did. And, and I, I thought they used their running plays well in yeah. the right situations. You know, they yeah. got them thinking pass, thinking pass. All right, third and six, yeah. third and seven, we're going to run it up the middle. And that's they, right, and that's and just what they did. And, you know, did any time in that drive, especially when they got towards the end, did you think they were ever going to kick a field goal? That's what I kept thinking. I, I didn't, but after the game, uh, Coach Zarelli said that if they didn't hit that pass with three and a half seconds left, they were sending the field goal unit on. Actually, that play, there was eight seconds left in the game. Yes, eight seconds right. left. So he caught it with about three. He caught it with about three. And he said that if that pass went incomplete, they were sending the field goal team on. Well, on. he would have had no choice at that point. Yeah. Because there yeah. was no timeouts. He had no time. Well, I don't know if he would have had no choice. It's tough. Field goals, I don't know. Well, in high school, what are the odds given... there? It probably would have been pretty close between throwing yeah. another one into the end zone and kicking the field goal. Well, you know, in high school football, there's field goals are not a guarantee. No. I kind of wish they were. Don't you? If, if you had a kicker, who yeah. can come in and, and, and guarantee that 20-yard field goal. Well, the thing in high school, too, though, it's not always just the kicker. you got to get the snap down. you got to get the hold down. Yeah, and, it's, uh, there's a that's, lot to uh, it. That's not uh, always the easiest, it's, 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 easiest it, thing to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, that new playoff system, what are they now? They, they made a change again. Yeah, it got expanded this year to eight divisions. Eight divisions. So um, it, it didn't affect Gloucester too much. Oh, it did. Their, their playoff landscape has actually changed. Uh, yeah. They saw your marblehead. They no, what are they now? They're not D3 anymore. They're Division 2A, 2A North. Yeah, 2A so North, So that would right. be, you know, if you go in 1, 2, 3, 4, that'd be Division 4. <laughs> but... Um, I don't know. They go one one a now. I guess it sounds better if you're a Division four a Super Bowl champ instead of Division <laughs> eight Super Bowl champ. But uh, yeah, so there's actually it's a it's a fairly different landscape. There's still those NEC teams in there. Marblehead, Danvers, um, Salem are still around. Yep. Then you got some real challenges outside of the NEC. A couple of good Middlesex leagues teams. Melrose, uh, Melrose made the Super Bowl uh, the last two years. Lost that's that's their playoff opponents. Playoff opponents. Right, okay. Yeah. So you got to watch those teams. Yeah. Burlington's historically pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think Wakefield was decent last year. So 2A, 2A is going to have Burlington, Wakefield, and Melrose. Melrose. Um, I, I don't think Honestly, I mean, yeah, you lost Tewksbury, but you gained Melrose, so I think it's a wash. So I think uh, yeah. I think that division is just as difficult as the one they've been playing in the last three seasons. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Melrose go to the D2 final against Danvers last yes, year, right? Yes, and they beat them. Uh, they, they made the Division three Super, Super Bowl, Bowl the last yeah. two seasons, lost to Dartmouth both D3, years. D3, that's right. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, well, it, cha- it changes yeah. every year. <laughs> it changes every year, and I don't know. Um Something about this new playoff system. There's some things I like about it. You're an advocate of it. Right? I like it, I, yeah. and I know well, I'm in the minority. I, I know. I well, like it. Um, there's some things I like about it. Here's what I like about it. You're playing a seven-game regular season. Mm-hmm. You're going to come out of the gate winning. Yeah. 
And so there's no, um, okay, just the first game of the season type of thing. We, you got to win. you got to win. you got to come out. An 0-3 start does you no good. Yeah, and, and I like that every, every game matters. Every I mean, game I matters, it fizzles yeah. out a bit at the end if you don't make it yeah. that far. But, I mean, we got nine weeks of meaningful football games last season. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if you go to the old system, mm-hmm. you know, you well, for example, the 2014 Gloucester team. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs. Right. Um, yeah. It kind of fizzled a bit. But if you look at it, if that would have been played in the old system, they lose their first two conference games. That's it. That's eight games where they would have been done right off the bat. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. So, so there is pros and cons. Yeah. I mean, it's them. certainly not perfect. I no. just think the old system just got really watered down and really, yeah. you know, terrible. I mean, yeah. I, I don't like to pick on some teams, but I mean, when you have Beverly winning the Super Bowl at five and six. Yeah, I remember that. Gotta, yeah. You yeah. Gotta change yeah. that. And 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 this new playoff system, I. I, I Hate, I keep talking about it on this show, but it's only been my second show. But me and Dean talked about it extensively the other day. But I don't know. If the fans of high school football, and Nick, they don't seem to be interested anymore because they're confused. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, it's kind of rendered Thanksgiving useless, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Thanksgiving is still really popular. I mean, we saw a great Thanksgiving game. That last, was Super last Game last year, year yeah. Um, that was a different, you know, scenario. I mean, mm-hmm. it really only ruins it if you're in the Super Bowl. I mean, if Danvers had beaten Melrose and gone on to the Super Bowl, they would have been dumb to play their starters, especially with the way that yeah. this playoff system is, where it's kind of a you know war of attrition. It's who's the healthiest at the end. Yeah, at the end of the season, you yeah. Know, Danvers was built yeah. perfectly for it last year. They were big and they were physical. Uh, they wouldn't have played any of their starters on Thanksgiving yeah. if, if they had you know, gone to the Super Bowl. The fourth quarter of that quarterfinal against Beverly last year was 15-13 Beverly mm-hmm. the whole time. And both teams were just punting back and forth. Yeah, and Gloucester yeah. controlled the whole time, and Beverly scored twice in yeah. 30 seconds. In 30 seconds. And, well, one of the Beverly touchdowns came towards the end of the half. The defensive end made that. Uh, yeah. that what a great play that was. Play. I didn't even see play. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's as good a play you'll see a high school kid make. I know. I don't, when he jumped up, I thought he had knocked it down, but he had actually caught it mm-hmm. and ran it into the end zone for a touchdown, and uh, that put Beverly up. Yep, it and put Beverly up. It was a weird sequence on the extra point, too, where Beverly missed the extra point to take the lead. Gloucester roughed the kicker, and then uh, Beverly made the two-point conversion. Okay. It was, what, cra- it was a crazy turn of events. It was a crazy turn of events, but um, the two star players from Beverly suffered early fourth-quarter injuries, yep. and I honestly think that hurt they the Beverly team. The difference, the quarterback and uh, Matt Madden. Matt Madden, yeah. Back, it was, was a great player. Yeah, great game. What a great player he is. They were in on him both mm. times they played, yeah. and he finally got loose. He uh, got loose, right. Uh, in right. the playoff game. I mean, yeah. then, well, know, that was the first touchdown, right? Beverly's first touchdown. Yeah, Madden got loose. One. It was a 40-yarder, I think. Yep, and then the next, I think, was it two plays, three plays later, and yeah. they got that defensive touchdown. They got the defensive touchdown, right. And then it was a battle. Gloucester gambled, put put you know the actually in after, the hands of its defense after that it became a defensive struggle it was yeah Gloucester made two huge stops right and, and to get the right. ball back and then right. uh, of course that uh, yeah that final drive which was unbelievable I mean, <laughs> to I, that uh, final drive I, I, I can't get it out of my head it's true I, I usually do like you know a follow-up column on Monday's paper yeah. on every game and yeah. that one I did about 35 40 inches on the last nine drive seconds alone. of the game I, alone. yeah <laughs> I know it yeah yeah so th- uh, nine and two last year and um the, the Marblehead loss, you know, believe it or not, it was seven nothing. Marblehead yeah, the lost. They had the ball. Uh, they were moving it. Mm-hmm. They got inside Marblehead territory and they fumbled. They fumbled twice with a chance to tie, I believe, in that in that game, and well, that was it. Well, the first fumble must have been earlier in the game. The first fumble, no, I think they they fumbled it twice in the second half. I want to say they yeah. lost two of them late. And uh, well, that last. I mean, the, I don't know what it is that Coach Jim Rudloff in Marblehead uh, always seems to dial up some sort of defense that slows down the wing tee. I don't know. I, I know it. never has running room against Marblehead. I know it. I, that's what it seems like. And um. That fumble, when they were driving, they were down 7 nothing. You could just feel the energy yeah, that was it. coming then, out of the team. And, and then, then Marblehead went a off. Long one. Yeah. They, they hit a 60 on it for uh, a TD. And then Gloucester intercepted the next drive, and Marblehead scored again, and it was mm-hmm. over. But 9-2, um, and two, can they talk that this year? Um, I got the schedule right I here. I mean, they might. I don't know if they'll be as good as they were last year. I mean, they got a lot of kids returning, don't they? They, they got, um, they, I mean, they have their two top rushes returning. Uh, Christian Sanfilippo was the first junior to ever rush for 1,000 yards Are you last sure season. about that he was the positive, first junior? Positive, yeah. How far did you go back in the history books for that? Uh, ever. Ever? <laughs> yeah. well, good, good. I got them all. Because there was, there was a kid. Just prior to where I got into high school, I thought he had a thousand yards when he was mm-hmm. a junior, but he must have felt just short. His name was Dean Liacano. Uh-huh. Is the name of a I mean, no. no, okay, that was that might have been nineteen seventy nine. 
<laughs> and um, well, he was a great running back. Um, mm. Well, let's go over the schedule now. The first game is Atlin Classical. Yeah, and they're a real wild card. They they were pretty bad last year, but yeah. they got a lot of players back on their quarterback. Matt Laria was really good, mm. and he's back. Um, and they always have a big tough line, yeah, but uh, I mean, th- they can't be any worse than they were last year, right? You know, they seem to make those key mistakes. Yeah, against Gloucester. Uh, Gloucester was all over them all last over year them, yeah. from the start. I yeah. mean, they couldn't handle uh, Gloucester's, you know, quickness and strength up front. Mm. But uh, that's the that's the question with Gloucester this year. I mean, I, I don't want to say it's a weakness because we haven't seen them in action at all yet. But they got to replace four or five starting linemen. Uh, when you all that... four on the defensive side of the ball. Really? So that's that's the the big question. You know, Kyle Aquapel's back. He was good last year. Ryan Gabriel was the other one. Ryan he was Gabriel. a backup on yeah. both sides last year, but he played a lot and he played well. He played so well. They, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So they have those two back. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see who yeah. everyone else is, is so, going to be. Uh, yeah. Well, too, the starting quarterback. Not that it means much in the Gloucester offense, but. Who is it going to be the young uh, kid? Uh, Nate, Nate Young. Young. Yeah, he's a senior captain. He's uh, he's, he would, he would, the, he's a captain. Job. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh good then, mm-hmm. because he would be the next quarterback in the chain of command. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the. I mean, it is tough. I mean, Mike Mike Cody didn't throw much last year, but he was a two year starter, and he was a, you know, and he, he was, was clearly a, a leader. He, he was, was definitely a leader. You know, so yep. um, that's going to be he's going to be tough to replace, even yeah. if he didn't you know yeah. put up huge numbers. The quarterback for Gloucester just has to manage the offense. That's mm-hmm. all he has to do. He's not going to throw for three hundred yards because the offense don't require it. I hope maybe we do see a little more passing. I think. Uh, last season, they they couldn't get that passing game going against Marblehead when they really needed to. And I think you want yeah. to go back even a couple years to yeah. when they lost to Tewksbury. They that needed to get out, that yeah. passing game going, and they <clears> couldn't really uh, you know get it get it going again. But it's tough. I mean, last year was tough because they were blowing teams out and well, not going right, to throw exactly. passing offense. That's out right. When you're up thirty-five nothing. That's right. And um, and when, when you get into a playoff game, you got to start throwing the football a little bit. The quarterback's yeah. not quite comfortable in the pocket. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is not quite comfortable in the blocking schemes. They know all the running schemes, mm-hmm. but when it comes to pass blocking, they don't look comfortable because they don't do it enough. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. That Lynn Classic game was a five o'clock start. You published here, is that? Uh, yes, that's correct. Uh, the only thing I can think of is this doubleheader. At that's Andy what I was Field thinking. That's what I, I told I, Dean last I'm week. Glad they got the first one, not the last one. <laughs> Lynn Classical at five p.m. on September the ninth. It's a Friday night. So, what are you expecting from Classical again? Just, I uh, think they're the I think they're the biggest wild card on the schedule. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's I think it should probably be a tough game. You have Gloss's new line coming in. I'm sure Classical's mm. got a lot of kids back. They have. You and know, when you have a new line, it's tough to break in. It is. Yeah. That and, first uh, game is tough. Mm-hmm, exactly. They they've come out. I mean, usually those season openers, with the exception of last season against Lynn Classical, have been yeah. classic games. So I mean, yeah. maybe we should expect another one that comes down to the final drive of the fourth quarter. I, it usually does. Um, at Beverly Week 2, Beverly out for revenge or what? Probably. Uh, Beverly's got a new coaching staff, though, with a new offensive staff. I heard Beverly's running the spread this year. They're running the spread? So uh, they have Andrew Morenci came in from Hamilton Wenham. Morenci? Uh, there was a Morenci last year, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, uh, I think it's his nephew. Kevin Morenci is the Beverly quarterback. Um, there is relation. Maybe it's a cousin. There is relation there, but it's yeah. not a father-son uh, situation. Uh, no. Andrew Morenci was a longtime co- coach over at Hamilton Wenham. Uh, I mean, he put that program on the map. He he took him to new heights. So now he's yeah, with uh, the one Yeah, they yeah. made two Super Bowls with uh, with Coach Morenci. So now he's he's in Beverly. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, I think it's an advantage for Gloucester to play them early in the season. They're still playing. Beverly's still playing at Hurt Stadium. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's no bleachers though, so there's uh, no bleachers. You, you want to go to that one early and find a place to sit. No bleachers. No, Both they're, sides? They're condemned. Uh, I think it's just the visitor's side. Just the visitor's side? Those home bleachers are, are condemned. The last time I was in the Beverly Press Box, that's awful, that Beverly Press Box. Yeah, it's terrible. one of those old, it's like the old Newell Stadium Press Box. Yeah. You know, it's a little long, wider, and, but it's wood, and yeah. there's not have, much room. There's not much it. room. You have to walk in sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's better than Bishop Fenwick, though. Bishop yeah, Fenwick Bishop Fenwick, that was awful, too. Yeah. Time. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Beverly, that, that's going to be a tough game. We pretty much know Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's always going to be a good one, um, even if Beverly Beverly uh, is uh, Beverly's kind of a wild card this year too. Yeah, with I know. Coaching staff. Yeah. Um, if they're going to run the spread, that's going to take a while to get used exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but we know they're going to. They've been reloading talented players. Yeah, they, so they, the, they, the talent's not going to be an issue there. They're going to be yeah, good. They're, they're going to be good. Yeah. Beverly, especially when they play Gloucester, because throw the records out the Gloucester Beverly yep. game. Uh, the, the two. I mean, I know the first time they played in the regular season last year was a big time blowout. But yeah, I mean, the Beverly teams, blew them out. Yeah, yeah. They usually bring out the best in each other. That's right. So, exactly. I mean, that, that, yeah. Uh, I'd say expect that again. And then they. Uh, the third game of the season is uh, the first home game. Mm-hmm. Swampska comes to town. And I can remember the Swampska game last year. Gloucester scored on like seven straight. Seven pos- straight. Down. Seven straight possessions. That was the start. Gloucester's starting offense 
scored a touchdown on every drive. Every drive in the first the half. NEC South. The entire NEC South. Yeah. Uh, their first team offense scored a touchdown every drive. Yeah. So, I mean, Swamps has got some players back this year, though. Um, but the, the thing that but they, is but they don't have Steve Dombowski anymore. The coach, So you can right. count on Steve Dombowski yeah. kind of, you know. Well, he wasn't there last year. No, no. He was, no. and, I mean, they, they, had some they problems. could have scored 100 points on him if they wanted to. It, it, if Gloucester didn't go to their JVs that game, mm-hmm. they, they might have scored 60 yeah. or 70 points because yep. they scored 44 in the first yeah, half. in the first half. And uh, I don't think Swampski, after, you know, Gloucester scored about four times, I don't think Swampski wanted to be there no, anymore. They, but I, they, they lost interest. They'll be improved this year. Last year was kind of a perfect storm for where uh, Gloucester was was up and the rest of the conference was down. Was down except yeah. for Revere. But well, that, that's the down. game I was going to get to next. Um, the next game, week four, Revere comes here. And, and you know what? Revere Gl- lost all their best players to graduation. Did though. they? So they, that, I don't know if they're going to be as good as they were last season. Last season, they, I thought they were excellent. Uh, I did, they were. Back, I thought was the best player in the league. He was the conference MVP, uh, and he mm-hmm. had two good receivers to throw the ball. He had a nice little scat back. Uh, yeah. I think all yeah. of them graduated. So well, I don't know what Revere is going to come out with. Well, if you go back to that Revere game last year, Gloucester, I think, had a 14 left and lead at half. Mm-hmm. And Revere came out and scored a quick touchdown. Yeah. And then Gloucester took over on possession. I think it was Jermaine Edward that Jermaine game. Edwards. just ran all over him at the well, trap. He did. Um, uh, Swamps got, got the momentum back. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, Revere. And they forced Glossom into a third and 20 <laughs> from their that. own 20. And That's the, when and, we thought the streak was coming to an end. And Jermaine Edwards he went like 70 yards. He ran an 80-yard. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was a signature play for last year's team. Oh, yeah. That was great. Th- I th- mean, that just put the staple. It did. On this season, mm-hmm. this they, is what we do. We run the football. See if you yeah, can stop with their it. Bread and butter play. He he busted <clears throat> it right up the middle, and yeah. he's another one that's back this season. I know. Uh, I know two, uh, he's an excellent linebacker too. He's probably just as good of a linebacker as he is a fullback. I know. I know. And he made those two big runs in the Beverly game. Did Christian well. Sanfilippo play defense last year too? Not much. No, he didn't play no. that much defense, did he? Mm-mm. I'm expecting more defense out of him this year. I don't know. They got a good linebacking core back. That might be their strength back. Eric Cameron. Eric Cameron, yeah, there. yeah. Oh, Kyle yeah. Aquapel played Aquapel. some linebacker last yeah, season. Yeah. But I have heard grumblings that they're going to a 3 4. So we'll see. A 3 4? Yeah. So what's that? Uh, a three so linebackers, four down linemen? Uh, four linebackers, three down linemen. Three down linemen. They're going with the four. I mean, last year they, they, their defensive line was the best in the conference. It was unreal, uh, yeah. You know, large yeah. and small. Yeah. So they're going to have a new line this year. I know Gabriel uh, probably play the middle, and then we'll see. But, you know, we know they have Edward. We know they have Cameron. We know mm-hmm. they have Aquapel and mm-hmm. linebacker, mm-hmm. and they were all good last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then then we travel to Winthrop, that hike to Winthrop. Uh, that might be the game this year. Uh, Winthrop's got some players back. I know they were down last season, but uh, Winthrop's got some players back this season. I think got a, uh, just, you know, taking a quick glance through the rosters, mm-hmm. I think Winthrop might have the most returning players uh, out of any team in the NEC South. And, and Miller Field and Winthrop is is a real tough place to play. Yeah, it's not. A, they, I mean, they got yeah. those eight year old fans that you know yeah. throw you know Pepsi cans at yeah. you. And yeah, well, <laughs> well, it, it, they have a notorious history in Winthrop. It goes all the way back to where I was yeah. playing for Gloucester High. Mm-hmm. I can remember one time I was playing hockey for Gloucester High. We pulled in with the bus at the Lassen Arena, and we got people throwing tennis balls yeah. and golf balls and eggs at That's us. That's what I had when I was uh, <laughs> I was a I was a junior in high school. I didn't play much that year. I was a backup, and you know one of the captains, Brian Harnish, broke his helmet and so I just so happened to have the same head size as him so we're running out for the second half and yeah. you know all the little kids caught wind that I didn't have a helmet on and I'm just seeing everything just getting chucked by my head that's <laughs> what <laughs> so happens in Winthrop and now they end the season at Salem and at home against Saugus yeah those are those are both gimmies <laughs> those are both gimmies um even Salem's a gimme now I, I, feel, I mean I feel bad saying it but it just plain play, I mean I, what's happened say, to the Salem part it's a big city yeah it's too bad they just haven't had the numbers the they participation have, yeah, right know, down I, you know their last winning season I believe um, maybe they had one more since they've had one winning season since they beat Gloucester at Newell Stadium back in 1999 the, the, and that was the game Ingram was the head coach of that game uh, Silva was Terry Silva, Silva was, was the head coach was that the game where they threw the interception Gloucester threw an interception on their own two yard line something like that um, there was a bunch of stuff I, I think we st- yeah. fumbled the ball running the clock out and Salem scored with eight seconds left to win it was 24-21 was the final yeah. Okay. And uh, I think Sa- I think Salem scored on mm-hmm. on a bad snap on a punt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ran an interception back inside yeah. the five before the half, and then fumbled running the clock out. That's how Salem got three of its four touchdowns that Jeez. night. But I mean, 
you know, Salem is a historical team. They're they're yeah, down right yeah. now, I mean, so I, I hope they find their way back because it's better for football in the area. But Saugus, I mean, I don't mean to pile on Saugus, but uh, I mean, what, what was Gloucester get out of playing Saugus? Did you were you at that game last? The Gloucester yeah. was at Saugus. And they that was called a joke. the dogs off in the first half. Saugus has Manchester Essex on his schedule this year too, and that'll <laughs> probably be a good game. Yeah, I mean. So to show you, yeah. I mean, that's not, you know, uh, to rip Manchester Essex, just they're the smallest, second smallest school in the yeah. Cape Ann League. Yeah. Saugus is, you know. Well, Manchester's a pretty good program for their size. Are. Yeah. yeah, for their size, yeah. they are. And Saugus is far larger than Manchester Essex, but that should be a good game. I well, I, I look at the first two games of the season, Classical and Beverly. After that, Nick, everything is winnable. Everything is yeah, winnable. Yeah, I think I think they should go no less than six and one in the regular season. Maybe Beverly will probably be a coin flip. Uh, yeah. Who knows with Lynn Classical? I, I, I um, really don't know what to expect out of Lynn Classical this season. But flip a coin with the Beverly game. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I mean, I think you never they know should, from uh, roll to the NEC South again. Personally, yeah, they should win the NEC South, I right? Think so, right. But the way the playoff system is not winning the NFC South is not the important thing. It's getting that high no, seed. No, but if you finish six and one or seven and zero, oh, you can you, you, you should can get all get home games game, at least. Depending on well, uh, you know the the what division if you two Northeast, the way it's constituted, seems to be mostly NEC and Middlesex league. Yeah. So if they win the NEC South, they should get a home game, no problem. It's one of those those divisions where the mm. conferences are spread out, where you yeah. know you know who's yeah. going to be where. Yeah. And but I mean, if they get you know if they get the number one seed. In two way that'll be tough though because uh, oh, they yeah. uh, i think the strength of schedule because you know you get rewarded say i mean oh yeah that's right because because when, when you go to that that standings the state level standings yeah. you're competing with burlington and wakefield exactly. right okay and, and yeah and you know strength of schedule is big as we it's saw big, a couple huge. years ago yeah um i want to go back to the three years ago now the 2013 season gloucester was five and two beverly was four and three Gloucester beat Beverly. Beverly almost passed them in the power ratings because right. Beverly beat Marblehead, who was Be- six and one. That's right. Yeah. So Beverly gets an extra what is it, two points? I want to say yeah, for each yeah. Marblehead win. Right. So that's a twenty-two point win for Beverly for beating Marblehead, and it almost got Beverly a home yeah. game over Gloucester in that round. Something similar happened last year. Am I correct? Didn't Gloucester play, Gloucester played Beverly last year that yes. first round? The game was originally scheduled in Beverly. That's yeah. The NEC tried to pull some funny business last they did. year. Like and, what? And fortunately, Tony caught it. The NEC tried to change the rules, in after the fact, and say, "All right, they said automatic qualifiers. You know, if you win the conference, you're an automatic qualifier." Right. Yeah. Well, the NEC tried to say, well, we don't decide our conference champions until Thanksgiving, even though Gloucester already clinched it. Oh, come on, Thanksgiving. They said, you know, uh, automatic qualifiers are thrown out. It's head-to-head. But then if you go to the MIAA website, it clearly says under the NEC page that automatic qualifier was the first tiebreaker. So they they tried to change the tiebreaker rules. And, you know. Uh, you know, Kim Patience and, and right. Coach Zarelli Kim told me. were on it. Yeah. I mean, they was like, wait a minute, you guys are playing with two sets of rules here. So then they, so, they so, filed so, an appeal and the MIAA said, yep, says it right here. Yeah, okay. And so some conferences do play under different rules when it comes to getting yes. the home game. Yes. Which I don't think is right. I think it should all should be the well, same. Well, the home but. game, see, that it was kind of a unique situation because they had a tiebreaker yeah. with with Beverly. If they had, say they had a tiebreaker yeah. with, uh, you know, another – School out of the conference. Yeah. I don't know how they would have done it then. But flip the coin. Yeah, probably. That's what they would have done. That's what they've done for playoff spots before. Well, that, that's right. The the 14 season, Gloucester finished tied for yeah, eighth. Yeah, they, they lost the coin flip. They lost the coin flip to, I think it was Drake. Uh, I think it was Revere. Oh, was it Revere? It was Revere. Yeah, Revere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was kind of <laughs> funny. I mean, I, Gloucester wanted to go to the playoffs that year because, you know. But they only had two wins. I'm not sure Revere wanted to. I think Revere kind of wanted to build themselves up a bit mm. and gain some momentum in the consolation round. Revere ended up winning the coin flip. Gloucester had to go through the consolation round. That's where you see the, the, the bad in this playoff. The playoff, the consolation, the consolation round. Consolation round. There's no one at those games. Really yeah. tough. Yes, and they changed it. They changed it around a bit last year, where it's not, you know, the year Gloucester didn't make it. Gloucester had to play Medford and Drake it, right, and Salem right. twice, and, and they had to go on the road. And they had to go on the road, yeah. and you know, they they changed it around where you can kind of negotiate, and, you know, see who else is eliminated when it happens. Uh, for example, when Gloucester mm. was eliminated last year, Winthrop came to town, yeah, kind of to make up for that forfeit from earlier in the season. Mm. So, you know, they're they, they've. 
they're trying to improve. It's still not close to perfect. No, it's you know what, Nick. It's better than Nick. the alternative. I contend it's better than 19 state champs. And yeah, I know. You know okay, that's, that's why true. I hear like, everyone that, makes the argument against yeah. this system. That from, yeah. You know, the, yeah, the first round of the playoffs is yeah, it's it's <laughs> a little. Eh, there's maybe that, one or two good matchups yeah. in the division, but they would say, oh, everyone gets a trophy. Like well, one, one third fewer teams get a trophy now than, now. than in the right. old system. Under the old system, I mean, right. It's, it, it's easier to get in. It's far more difficult to go all the way. That's right. And the, the, one of the um, talking heads on Boston Sports, his name was uh, Gary uh, uh, Andy Gresh. Are you familiar with him? Yes. He loves it. He loves the new playoffs because he's the one that broadcasts the games on, mm-hmm. um, on the Super Bowls. Yeah. He does it on Channel well, 58. you can't have any the, – the, there's going to be – no surprise teams like you know you can't right. have oh I mean I hate to go back to this Beverly one again but you know Beverly wins at five and six Beverly right, okay. who's the largest that was team. the old system yeah, yeah. they're the yeah. largest team in the NEC small they're yeah. playing in division five <laughs> they beat a team that they can trample easily yeah and then they play in the Super Bowl now, was that the year they started 0-5 and yeah. finished five and six 0-5 they finished five and six right okay they ran the table in the NEC small in their conference and right and they lost to Salem on Thanksgiving yeah and yeah they won the two play so basically they lost all their games out of the conference. Yes, but, but they won all the conference on games. All the in-conference games, and then they qualified for a playoff spot. Yeah. And they eventually went on the Foxborough and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and in Division Five, yeah. the side. And you know, yeah. for example, Gloucester, who was you know mm-hmm. Beverly and Gloucester at that point were leapfrogging. Now Beverly's far larger than Gloucester. But in 2010, yeah. Beverly and Gloucester were real close population-wise. Yeah. Gloucester won the Division One A Super Bowl that season. Beverly. Well, yeah, was that? 2010. 2010, really? Yeah. That's not, it wasn't that long ago. No, I know. It's amazing how yeah. uh, well, things have changed. Have yeah. Off. Uh, yeah. I think last year, Gloucester High was the first year that they ever had under 200 in the graduating class. Now, this new playoff system, it was supposed to be on a two-year trial period. The schools mm. that were against it, they were looking for a new vote, right? Yes, but they didn't have They didn't do the vote, no. No, they did the vote, and it passed. Oh, it did? It, um, there was, But the problem with the vote was nobody... You know, they're not going to do the three games in 10 days anymore. No, that no. was out. That they was out. said there was no way they were going back to that. No. So, you know, especially with all the concussion. With the, right. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but nobody brought forth an alternative plan. So That's right. That's some of the saying. schools that yeah. were on the fence about it, Gloucester being one of them. I know Gloucester was definitely on the fence. Um, yeah, Gloucester wasn't excited about this at all. No, um, but they voted to keep it because they're like, uh, there was know, no other way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Kim Patience yeah. said, how can I vote to get rid of something when I don't know? What the alternative is? What could you do though? It's it's high school football. I don't know. Football. That's I know. what could you do? That's what's tough. I mean, I know I mean, some people have suggested maybe extending the regular season a week and nixing around to the playoffs. But I mean, it's, well, what Thanksgiving Day is the elephant in the room. It's never going to be perfect. Uh, well, with Thanksgiving in the mix. I would like to it's be a fly in the wall at an MIAA meeting, Nick. I want to know what goes on at these yeah. meetings. <laughs> these these people must be punching each other. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's a it's lot of people fun. who don't like this there playoff is. system. And, and, it's a uh, tremendous amount of them. I think if that's because they don't know why, they don't know how it works. That's uh, why. Yeah, yeah. and and the, <clears> you know, there's not as many. I mean, look at Gloucester doesn't you know yeah. play Marblehead in the regular season. No Marblehead this year. I see that. Danvers on Thanksgiving every year still, but that game yeah. kind of loses. Losses Gloucester. Gloucester yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's the problem, especially a conference like the NEC that's kind of built on old rivalries. It's old rivalries, know. right. Um, and that's another thing I've been hearing about this new playoff system. The p- teams who have old rivalries, like the Northeast Conference, yeah. they were a conference that was not with this, uh, yeah. for this. No, they, weren't. they but, almost actually branched off with the yeah. Merrimack Valley Conference. That's what I heard. Bowl game. I, yeah. I don't think the NEC would have fared too well against those teams. No, year all, year uh, that Merrimack one. Valley is tough. Merrimack Valley is probably the, the deepest public school conference in the state they are opinion. tough really tough yeah. and i mean you know we saw andover a few years ago andover was you know ran over them like, yeah and andover was like third or fourth place in the mvc that yeah. year yes i think what confuses people is that week eight it's a playoff game yes yeah it's a play and, it's, and, yep. and, and i think this consolation thing confuses people even more yeah <laughs> that's what's that's what's the confusing thing about it but if you i mean if you really look at it closely is it any different than a terrible and team that's 0-7, right, that's yeah. That's 0-7 right. still kind of, you know, yeah. just playing out the final games. Yeah, okay, maybe they'll play a playoff team in the final three weeks, but I think they're still kind of, you know. I think You're right about what you say. Like, if you had two 0-7 teams, they still got to finish out their schedule, and that's basically what the consolation round is. But yes. I think what uh, kind of confuses people is um, 
you know, it's not considered a regular season. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and but, but it, I mean, I guess technically it is because it goes against your record. I mean, it goes on the, your record, your constellation. Those games. teams weren't going to be alive for a Super Bowl berth in the beginning, anyways. In any right. system. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, That's true I, I think what, what was bad was when, you know, you see Gloucester has to go to Medford, Gloucester has to go to Drake. Right, you know, right, have yeah. them stay local and play a, play a team around here. Yeah, uh, I think that it'd be a lot more well received. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we won't have to see any the consolation round anytime I hope soon. So. Well, when uh, you, we won't this year, not a chance. No, I don't think so. But when you consider the eight teams, uh, the, the state level where they rank them, they should be able to get in any playoff system. Yes, Gloucester should be able yeah, to get you in. You have to win. I mean, you win three games, you're basically a lock. Yeah, that's another, that's another thing that has people bummed out too. Yeah, because but those teams get weeded out. I mean, they get the, weeded out fast. They because, get weeded out right, fast, except right. for we saw last year. I think it was Division Four North. Uh, it's basically the the Merrimack, sorry, the Middlesex Small mm-hmm. and the NEC Small mm-hmm. and Cape Ann Large. Right. And the Middlesex was just Too powerful. superior. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think it was at Watertown and Stoneham. Yeah. One of them was three and four, and yeah. one of them won the section. Mm. I forget which one it was. It was Watertown and Stoneham in the finals, and the winner was 3-4, and four, but at least you have to prove it then. They went through a 6-1. and one. They, they beat all the best teams in the Cal and the NEC South. There's so a guy I know. They at least earned it. There's a guy I know, right? When they lost to Mountlehead last week, last year, it was a playoff game, and he yeah. thinks the season's over. Yeah. Right? And he goes, he calls me up, and they had to play Winthrop the following week. Yeah. And uh, he calls me up, and this guy, you know, he's an older man. Healthy person. He likes high school football. He still mm-hmm. goes to the games. He's confused about what's going on yeah. now. <laughs> they got eliminated last week, Phil. What's going on? They're playing Winthrop tonight, I heard. He said, yeah, it's one of those consolation round games that they, they're yeah. finishing out the schedule, basically, yeah. is what they're doing. And uh, well, then, they, then they told him, they still got Thanksgiving. Don't worry, there's still yeah, going to be a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day game. <laughs> you know what? We, we say lose and Gloucester, but I don't know. I think we're going to start to see a nice rivalry with Gloucester and Danvers football coming up. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, they, Danvers, there's already one for hockey. We already know that. Yeah, that's been a little stagnant lately. Lately. Though. I feel yeah. like football, uh, Gloucester-Danvers could be the rivalry, rivalry yeah, between the two. The last now. two years. At Damas and at yeah, Gloucester, they were wars. Super, wars. They, they were. Last year was as physical a game as it gets. Well, two years ago, we went to Davis. It was the last game yeah. on that field. It, it snowed the night yeah. before. And then there was, a, there was a huge fight over the trophy at the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, hey, that's what happens when you Well, Davis won. That, that was their first victory in 10 years. In 10 years, And yep. they, they all ran across they the field. And I think it was a couple kids. Uh, you know, I, I think it was, a yeah, come in, grab the trophy off yeah. of Gloucester's bench. And, yeah, you know, and that Gloucester didn't go over too good with no, the Gloucester it people. it took exception to it. Yeah, I would have too. Then, yeah. I didn't know what they were doing. I was broadcasting the game, right? And there was still like five seconds left. And then Davis just starts running over there. I says, what are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> and they ran over there and they grabbed the trophy. And then a couple of Gloucester kids start going like this. Yeah, there, yeah, there was a few punches thrown. Yeah. It, was in, it was interesting. And the referees yeah, kept the peace. They did. And, you know, yeah. cooler heads prevailed in the end. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't spill over. It no, didn't get it out didn't. of hand. There was a bit of a I – wouldn't, I wouldn't call it maybe, you know, calling it a brawl was a bit of an exaggeration. I'd say more of a little scuffle. Scuffle. But you I know. think the Gloucester team had that on their mind this past Thanksgiving last year's oh, game. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's no question they had it on their mind. Uh, they uh, – I'm positive they did. I think they mentioned it a bunch of times throughout the season that they didn't forget yeah. that. They didn't forget what uh, Danvers did to what can run over the sidelines of the yeah. game. So th- this year should be interesting. Danvers lost a lot on the line as well. It actually looked like Danvers was going to go over to the Colossus and start a brawl with the entire team. That's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, we're used to that in the hockey rink, not the uh, I know, not the football field. I know. But, yeah. Yeah. It could be seen more. I'm telling you, I think lost to Danvers. Those are going to be battles year in year out. Now Danvers has been a lot better in football yeah you know they're a lot more physical than they historically yeah. are and mm-hmm. you know danvers is a bigger school than gloucester now which you have to take into account gloucester still got that great football tradition i mean what do you mean know, as far as attendance wise yeah so yeah. danvers has more to choose more from, to choose from now from well, how much now. of a difference is it though nick i think it's a i think it's a couple i think it's a hundred or so kids a class i want to say a yeah, hundred makes that much of a difference I, yeah it so, does. so if they have a hundred more kids in that school so what do they got 12 to 15 more football players, you think? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Maybe a little see more. It, you see it show up in other, other sports. Other sports, you yeah. Know? Uh, with Danvers and Beverly, uh, you know, Gloucester doesn't uh, compete with them year in, year out the way they used to. It's, yeah. you know, because the yeah. size has dropped off. It would be nice if they could find a playoff system that included Thanksgiving Day. But how? Exactly. Yeah, That's the question. You know, they'd be sitting there for 20 years mm. and trying to figure that out. I mean, yeah. you, you'd probably have to break up some of the Thanksgiving Day robberies. But. Yeah, that's I'm, honestly, I think they should, 
I mean, as much as I like Thanksgiving Day football, if you want that true playoff, I think you, you got to get rid of Thanksgiving. Really? I think that's the yeah. elephant in the room. That's going to yeah. that, and it's going to be it's going to be something that hinders it the whole well, time. But mo- and you know, most states too though play their football a little later. Right. Oh yeah, they go a little so, later. Massachusetts I mean, doesn't do Massachusetts that. Massachusetts doesn't, and you have hockey season start in uh, right. the middle of December. You know, right. ten days after the Super Bowl, you're playing a hockey game. Well, the practices start. After Super Bowl, Super, yeah, yeah. practice is that the Monday after mm-hmm. the, the winter sports season, yeah, yes, yeah, and um, you know, it's just high school football, you know, it's great, a lot of people love it, but mm-hmm. this playoff system has got everyone upside down, and it's already in its fourth year, yeah, right, fifth year now, mm-hmm. fourth season, yeah, yeah, so I think people are just now, yeah, I think, I think you're gonna keep reminding people, week eight is playoffs, yeah. well, it doesn't help too when the first two years, Gloucester had a completely different landscape, yeah. First year they get the semifinals. Second year they're in the consolation round. Everyone's yeah, like, "Wait a minute, yeah. what's going on?" I know, on? I know. Again, you know, again. and then last year back in the in yeah. the semifinals. I think what I feel bad for coaches is when the team does either not make the playoffs or loses the playoff game and ends up in the consolation round, no matter how. I think it's tough for a coach to get your team motivated it for is. those games. Uh, I remember we saw well, last year was a little different against Winthrop. Winthrop was overmatched. We saw Gloucester play Masco in the consolation round. Oh, was that one of those seasons yeah. ago? It was that Masco, and Gloucester Gloucester, wasn't excited. No, for that and neither game. was Masco. Neither. I thought it was a terrible game. It was. Both teams were just going through the motions, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's the problem. That's, that's it, and you know what, Nick? That's how you, that's how kids get hurt. Yeah, especially in football. Especially in the sport like football. If you're out there, and you're saying, "Oh, this game don't mean too much." Mm-hmm. Um, someone's going to come along and croak you. Yeah, someone who's, yeah. you know, who's, a who's young the, kid who's young in kid. there getting his chance wants to exactly. go in there and, and hit somebody. He's liable to you break know. your leg. Yeah, I mean, not even a dirty hit. You <laughs> I know. know. If you, I know. You know, if you're not playing hard, you, you're going to get That's hurt. one of the things I've always had in my mind with this new playoff system. How did you, a coach get his team excited for a consolation yeah. round game? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they ought to just skip the consolation round and go right to Thanksgiving for those teams who don't. Yeah, I, don't uh, I don't think we'll see that. I don't think we'll see that either, but. Because I really think the consolation situation is really confusing people, and I don't. And there's no one at those games. Nope. But there'd be nobody at at, a, at, that, at that game, game anyways, anyways. If they're both teams are zero and seven, yeah. anyways, you know. Yeah. Now, when they instituted this playoff system, I think one, if they wanted to simplify it, and, and this was never said, nothing against you, Nick. You never said it in one of your articles either. The Boston Papers never said it either. Basically, what they've done is they shortened the regular season and had the playoffs. Yeah. That's basically what they've done. Mm-hmm. And no one said that like that. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to simplify it all these years. It says, well, what do they do here? Mm-hmm. Well, they, they shortened the regular season. They added playoffs. Yep. Add, add That's basically playoffs. what they've added done. Expanded playoffs. Expanded playoffs. Sections, uh, sectioned off. So like the other, uh, yeah. all the other sports. Yeah. So basically what's happening is as your regular season's going on, you're being ranked at another set of standings, basically. Yeah. Space, yeah. I mean, pretty much the... The conference standings don't mean a whole don't lot. Don't mean a whole lot. No, you know, that's they, what I'm saying. Boston's yeah. got to watch, you know, Melrose closely. They got to yeah. watch Burlington closely. Right, North right. Reading is another one in that. North division. Reading is another one, right? It's a pretty, okay. Um, solid program that they'll have to watch closely. So this is what I see happening to this team. This year's Fisherman. I, I think this team's going to be pretty good. Yeah. They could go seven and zero. Oh. Yeah, they they could. That's completely. And, I, and that's possible. But then they could run into a team that's better than anyone they played in those seven weeks in the playoffs. Yep. That could hurt them. Mm-hmm. That's what we thought last year, though, and they yeah. come out and beat Beverly. They come out and they beat Beverly. But they played Beverly during it. the season. Yeah. So the mentality of that game was a little different. It's a rivalry anyways. Yeah, and yeah. it's a playoff game. And it was so a playoff can, game, too. Know, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. But it's also when you see, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Yes, maybe it does not prepare them. You know, this schedule right, doesn't yeah. prepare them for the talent they're going to see. But at the right. same time, Gloss is not going to be beat up by the time they get to the playoffs. No, and if you're playing in the Middlesex League, you're going to be beat up coming into the playoffs. All right, we won't count the Winthrop game, but the Salem and Saucers games, they yeah. can take it easy in those games. Exactly. So that's that's huge. And so, we, you know, we also saw a couple years ago they changed this rule the next year because Gloucester had a bye before the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And yeah. they come out like gangbusters yeah. against Beverly yeah, right. that game. I noticed there's no more buys either. They, nope, they, no. they got rid of the buy. They got rid of the buys. Which, one... which I think was a good thing because, you know, depending on where you had it, teams mm-hmm. coming off of buys, uh, I remember that season when they had a the first year, yeah. Uh, Swampskit was like a two-win team that year. Yeah. It took Gloucester into double overtime. Swampskit was coming off a bye the week before. Yeah. Gloucester played somebody pretty good. Now, Swampskit's a team that throws the ball a lot. I yeah, mean, historically, every play. basically. Um, 
uh, last year they might not have had their act together, but I thought the Gloss of defensive backs did a great yeah, job. Yeah, they locked them down. We'll, they we'll lock- see. That's another. That's another area. That I, I believe Gloss's entire secondary graduated too, and Gloss had a very good secondary. Oh, secondary last was tremendous. The secondary was as good as we've yeah. seen from a Gloucester team in a while. I, I must say, the Swampscott game. I got to give the coaches a lot of credit. That mm-hmm. defensive backfield was completely ready yeah. for that mm-hmm. passing. They game. were dominant. They were dominant. Game. And Marblehead, they won these little, these little, uh, I don't know, I mean, excuse me, Swampskit, these little in yeah, cuts and out. Yeah, they crisscross mm-hmm. and they try to confuse the D backs. Yep. And, but the quarterback usually throws pretty well for Swampskit. Yeah. They seem to have a kid every they year and who can throw the ball downfield. You know, we've seen Gloucester lose to Swampskit in the past where they'll lull you to sleep with those short ones right, and then they'll right. hit the one then over the top. Then they'll hit the one over the top. Right exactly. at the perfect timing. Exactly. Yeah, and sometimes they'll do it with the tight end too. Yeah. When they're covering mm-hmm. the wideouts. Yep, yeah. I think Marblehead's kind of the team that does that now. They, they've kind of taken Swampskit's role, you know. So you go back about 10, you know, 8, 10 years ago, Swampskit's mm-hmm. always reloading quarterbacks yeah. every year. They got yeah. someone. Now that's Marblehead yeah. as a new senior quarterback every year. That's, you know, conference, uh, you know, all conference quarterback. He comes out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, yeah. the best quarterback in the league. And the Swampskit quarterback, um, the team. They run. They think that they're gonna fail. They don't huddle. Nope. There's no huddle. The, the linemen get together a little bit there. If you notice, nigga. Yeah. They, they, they have a little. Uh, they run a little. They got the plays on the, the wristbands. Play, yeah. And the quarterbacks going like this the whole time. Yeah. And the wideouts are wide. That's like they're gonna fail with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I think they do a pretty good job. They do a pretty good the job run of it, game yeah. in too. You know, yeah. they, oh, yeah, they usually yeah. do have yeah. a pretty effective run game. Uh, yeah. But against Dombowski over Milton now, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a Dean Sala last week on my first episode about how Gloucester just runs the ball, runs mm-hmm. the ball, runs the ball, and the defense knows what's coming. Yeah, and they still are successful. That that's I, that's the beauty of the the wing tee. I mean, yeah. it's plays off of plays off of plays. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. you know what Coach Ingram used to say. All right, you know, we're going to run the trap. Oh, you're going to throw two guys in the middle. Oh, that just opens up off tackle for us. So that's we'll just right. start running off tackle. That's on right. You. And of course, from what I understand, the wing tee, the linemen, the way they block, they're not head on blocks. It, yeah, it's another it's thing. Side that's shots exactly, and they're and crisscrossing blocks. And there's a lot of pulling guards. A lot of pulling uh, that's guards. another thing where it's per, you know Gloucester. You don't get these. I mean, last season was the exception. They had these big hulking kids, but right. you know. Typical Gloucester guard is about you know five eleven one eighty five one. Mike Gladoff's son two yeah, years ago. He, yeah, he was, he was about one fifty, and he, he was, was an all conference guard. The year they made the playoffs that year, and other media members were showing up to the game, and they were looking at me. How, how can he have a lineman that's one fifty? <laughs> right, and like, he's well, he's not blocking the defensive tackle right in front of him. I know he's it. Blocking, he's making know. a side shot. Yeah, now, he's blocking just because down the guy he's, he's right because because the guy next to him, well, across from him, he may be bigger than him, but he didn't see him coming. Yeah, and he exactly. hits him from the side. Yeah, technique, you know, yeah. he got right it's all technique hips. blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you, and one thing I'll say for the Gloucester team, when they have that good running game going, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven minute quarter, they they can take seven or eight oh, yeah. minutes mm-hmm. off, off off the clock. Yep, it's tough. It's tough yeah. to stop. It's, it's tough clicking. to stop. Yeah. What what usually slows it down, and I mean I don't it's know penalties. if it has much to do with penalties. scheme, but uh, but an elite you know middle linebacker. Oh, yeah, yeah. You okay. got a middle yeah. linebacker that. I mean, Malbahead had one last year. They seem to have one every year. Swampsky yeah. used to have one all the time yeah. too. Would make twenty tackles. You know, yeah. that that position can disrupt any play. Exactly. And you know, if yeah. you can't put a hat on a, on the on a middle linebacker, that's what's going to disrupt that's right. it. But yeah. you know, and usually penalties. the wing T attacks that middle yeah. linebacker. So penalties can slow you down. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, big time. Because uh, if you're a wing T, especially if you're second and long, and you, know, right. you go from that's second right. and seven to second and twelve, right. it just completely right. changes now, the complexion of the drive. I was just right, exactly. And I was getting back to that Revere game last year where it was third and twenty. Yeah. The momentum was going to the Revere side of the field, mm-hmm. and they ran eighty yards for a TD, yeah. and that just took the steam out of Revere. That was it. Yep. Yeah, and. Um, that's what they do. They run the football, and that's it. And it's almost like a pitcher saying, "Here comes my fastball. See mm-hmm. what you can do." Yep. And that's it. Mm-hmm. It's they, true. They, don't, they don't even show they're going to pass, Nick. Not nope. even a shotgun. They don't even spread two wide receivers in the field. They got one nope. wide out. Yeah, that's kind of like and, the ultimate decoy. And, 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 and he's just standing over there. Yeah. He runs 10 yards downfield, and he goes back to the huddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, basically, it's true. <laughs> but um, it, it is what it is. That's what they do, and it's successful, mm-hmm. i, I got to admit. Yeah, it, it is, is successful. Uh, even if the on about 25 years yeah. now. They've been running it, and yeah. Yeah, they run it like a well-oiled machine. And, and I got word that this new Pop Warner system that they have going here in Gloucester mm-hmm. now, all the coaches are teaching it. Yeah, they're teaching the, the wing tee uh, to them, so when they get to the high school, so they know it. Know. They'll know it, yeah, yeah. And... Um, you know, just passing the football. You hear people in the crowds when you're at the game. 
Oh yeah, of course. They're all. Will you throw the ball? There's a ton of Monday morning. Ton of Monday Monday quarterback. You know, they all sit right in front of the press box. Actually, yeah, yeah. Every play, if it's not a, if it's not a 12 yard gain every play, what are they doing? Yeah, I know it. I know it. But when they get the running game going, they can eat the clock. They mm-hmm. can just eat it, eat it, eat it. And it keeps the defense off the field. It keeps their defense off the field. But, you know, it, it, we were talk- I was talking about this with Dean last week, and there's no shotgun. They, they huddle up after every play. Yep. There's no, no huddle. The quarterback runs to the sidelines. Mm-hmm. He gets the play. He runs back out to the yep. huddle again. <laughs> and meanwhile, the 30-second clock is ticking, but they don't care. No. They don't care. That's another thing I wish high school football would do, put a 30-second clock in the end zone. I know, so you zone, can tell. So you can tell what's mm-hmm. going on. You know, the, re- the ref keeps the kids The ref, he has it right here. Yeah, he has it right here. Let him know how much time's left. Yeah, yeah. If they got to get the, the plan um, quick. But, it wor- I mean, it works for him. If, it is, if it's not broke, don't fix it, yeah, I guess. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> this, well, I, th- I think it's just be good for the kids if you put the 30-second clock in. Yeah. The quarterback can feel mm-hmm. uh, a little more in control. Yeah. Instead of the referee telling him, mm-hmm. he can look and say, okay, I got it. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so after the Winthrop game, you got Salem and Saugus. If, this, if they're 5-0 and oh, yeah. going, going into the Salem and Saugus games, I mean, it's JV City, those next two games, yeah, I would think. That's where you got to break out the, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you got to go deep into the uh, Deep the into roster. the roster. <laughs> yeah, well, that wouldn't be a bad thing. No. No, I mean, that's that's helped them forever, being able to throw the, the JVs in late in games and, you know, get some experience. Because what you got to be careful of is uh, – is losing one of those games because your ranking on those on those state standings could be affected by one loss. Yeah, I mean you could go to the number one seed to the number four seed by yep. one loss easily. I mean Gloucester yeah. was six and one last year and was a number four seed. I, th- I know, and, and it was know. you know the the strength of schedule I think got them. Uh, Tewksbury was five and two and mm. was, was was ranked far ahead of Gloucester. Yeah, they were because they have a tougher schedule. They, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, oh, one of the things I want to talk to you about. The Greater Boston League. Uh-huh. Are they still in business, or what's going on there? Well, they were. I mean, I believe there's still some obstacles to to surpass. But the Greater Boston League has the NECADs have agreed to let the Greater Boston League kind of merge with the mm-hmm. NEC. But not Everett. Not Everett in football. Right. Everett's going to play an independent football schedule. But I mean, I, I've been hearing uh, nothing official yet. Just some grumblings. You know, I talked to the guys over in Beverly at the Salem News office. A lot of the NECADs. Don't like that, Everett. They don't want to play those teams. Well, of course they don't they want don't. to go to Medford. They don't yeah. want to go yeah. to well, you know Malden. They don't want to go to I don't even know who else is in that that league anymore. But I mean they they all disbanded. They all ran away from Everett football. Yeah, because Everett <laughs> you know, dominates. And I used also to have heard... Peabody. Used to have Waltham. Yeah, right. You know, used to have a ton of good schools. Yeah. Um, but now it'll be interesting to see how they how they do things. Um. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think they have mostly automatic wins in a lot of other sports, yeah. except for basketball. I know it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, no, maybe not so much in Som- hockey. Somerville, Somerville is another one. Nah, I don't think they're that great in hockey. No, they're either. not. No, <laughs> I mean, Gloucester could be the greatest, uh, greatest Boston League team in hockey. Easily, I think. Yeah. easily. Um, getting back to Everett, I heard some rumblings about them that their coach mm-hmm. he has OTAs, off-season workouts. Oh, really? <laughs> which, which they can have them. But he's supposed to run yeah, he's them. He's not supposed to be there. He don't care. No. He doesn't care. And I heard he has got some. He's got some pals on the MIAA who don't care, and they know what's going on. And this is all suspendable stuff. I, I think the. Uh, I think they turn a blind eye to a lot of that stuff unless like someone file. I know it happened yeah. in Gloucester. What about 15 years ago to the basketball coach because a parent complained. About what? About off-season practices supposedly they were you know holding uh, off-season summer workouts and it's supposed to be a kids clinic and you know mm. the, the coach said no the kids can go, go over there and he ran full court practices with his team the whole time the head coach yeah yeah he's not supposed was, to be involved yeah, uh, yeah. i can remember not, not billy kale he was in between billy kale's two stints oh i see yeah. <laughs> i won't mention any names have they have they named a new basketball yeah chris silvera uh, this oh, week really? yeah chris silvera um was gonna step in so yeah uh, that was, um, you know, I know Billy was pushing him big time, which yeah. I get. He's been a longtime assistant. Yeah, I mean, right. his, his pedigree, yeah. All-American at Salem uh-huh. State, Gloucester High Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah, I, mean, I know that, yeah. So, I mean, he's uh, yeah. yeah, he's a good choice. For I can remember when I was playing GHS hockey, we had the summer league. Mm-hmm. And we had another coach. It wasn't the head coach. But the head coach was at the game. Uh, and he'd be sitting way up with the bleachers, yeah. up with the, the damaged <laughs> twin rinks. You could see my coach up at the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like this, kind of yep. like hiding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was funny. Um, uh, what else can we touch up on? 
Well, we, we talked about the football team. We, uh-huh. it, it, it's a playoff team. The question is, yeah, oh, absolutely. Who are they going to play? Where they're going to be? Yeah, it, all de- it all depends on the draw. It all depends uh, on what they draw. A, they can make a run. Hopefully, they'll get a game, a home game out of it. At least one home game. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. That'd be real nice. Real nice. Um, It'd be I great if they go seven and zero and get the number one seed and get all three home games. <laughs> that'd be even nicer. I don't know though. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. That'd be to tough do. to get the number one seed yeah. with the with the yeah. conference they play in, unless yeah. you know. Um, Somebody like Winthrop, uh, you know, Revere, or someone, you know, has a has a big run out of conference or something like yeah, that. Uh, it'd be yeah. tough to to get a number one seed. And there's no Lynn English on their schedule this year. Nope. No. Last year, I think I looked it up. Last year was the first time since 1972. No English. Gloucester and Lynn English did not play in football. Really? That's too bad. Do you remember That's... the year? I think it was a couple of years ago. Lynn English came to Gloucester. Their quarterback, the Lindingless quarterback, he threw for like 350 yeah. yards, but Gloucester won the game 27 Gloucester nothing. won the game. That kid was slinging the ball <laughs> all over the field. That kid was great. He broke his leg in the playoffs. Oh, he did. And, uh, yeah, and he didn't play the next year. Something happened. That was a pretty good Lindingless team, but Gloucester yeah. ran all over him. Mm-hmm. And then you had the next year, went down to the wire again, and Lynn English. Blow it. Lynn English, yeah, they caught the ball at, what, the 10-yard line with four seconds left, and the kid tried to make a move. Then he looked up at the clock, said one second. Oh, then he yeah. ran out of bounds. He lost a one on that. Do you remember the play just before the half? It was like a Tom Brady tuck rule thing happened in that Lynn English game? Vaguely. Vaguely. Yeah. That was the halftime of that game. The mm. Lynn English coach, I, I think oh, he, yeah, got, he got tossed. He got tossed because mm. the, the Gloucester quarterback was like this. And he went like that, but he got hit from behind, yeah. and the ball spiked down. Uh-huh. And it went right to the hands of a Lynn English player, yeah. and he ran all the way for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and the referee showed an incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of basically the spike, uh, the uh, tuck rule play for the Patriots, Brady yeah. against Raiders that year. It's tough to know what the high school rule is yeah, on that. I know. Well, the situation was similar. Yeah. Let's leave it at that. But when that ball went right to the kid from the Lynn English hand, and he ran all the way for a TD, <laughs> and the referee said it was an incomplete pass. He said it immediately, though, if He, I he did correctly. say it immediately, right? But the Lynn English coach went ballistic. Did you see that? He yeah. was in his face, Nick. <laughs> yeah, he got tossed. He got tossed. You know, I don't know. High school sports. They don't maybe like they, that. they should worry about you know their offensive system not being their quarterback scrambling around for thirty seconds and then dumping it off yeah, <laughs> rather than you know yeah. a, a call yeah. in, in yeah. the game. <laughs> if he had that much passion about his offensive system and X's and O's, maybe they'd have been better. Well, as far as the football season, I think we're going to have at least a playoff team here. Who knows what's going to happen? But I look ahead even more. I think we're going to have a very good hockey team this year. Yep. I think the hockey should, yeah, should be. Yeah, and last year they had five seniors, only two played. Yeah. Um, one got in later in the year, played played pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I think big things from the hockey team this year. I really do. Yeah, I agree. And they have a goalie back. They get their goalie back. Stole a tournament game last oh, year. He played unbelievable in that Tewksbury mm-hmm. game. Tewksbury dominated that game. Yes, they did. Tewksbury was really good. One of the things that, that hurt the hockey team last year was depth. They played two lines yeah, all the time. Yeah, two lines. Well, they, they couldn't play. They, I mean, remember when they put line, the third yeah. line in, yeah. in the Tewksbury game? It was, you know, hold yeah. on for dear life and take a penalty. That's what it was. To get off the ice. There, was a, there, was a, there was a scenario in that game where Gloucester couldn't get the puck out of their mm-hmm. own end. And I think it was Alex Enos who actually purposely tripped somebody just to get yeah. the whistle to blow. <laughs> but it turned out to be a good play. Yeah, exactly. It turned so, out to be a good know. play. He took the penalty. They killed the penalty mm-hmm. and went on to win that game. And then the following game, the third state tournament game, they had, they had no I, gas. Yeah, I was going to say, they ran out of gas. There was no uh, gas Lincoln left. Sudbury wasn't as good as Tewksbury. And no, I don't think they were. They had that one player who was probably as good as anyone they yeah, saw. Yeah, he scored two yeah, goals, I think. Um, but yeah. uh, they weren't as good as, as Tewksbury. No, I really and thought Tewksbury was better than the team they beat yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they didn't have their legs that no, night. No, no, they, they had ran out of gas. There's no question. But I think the hockey team has got a good future. I really do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. they got and, some uh, good storylines to watch. Liam Lyons could get 100 points. Uh, no one's got 100 since. What about uh, Costanzo? Costanzo Andrew could, too. Nah, he'd no. have to score about. He got hurt his sophomore year. Yeah. So that, that kind of hindered where Lyons played the whole year and scored 25 points. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but Costanzo's going to be one of their top players oh, next yeah. year. Oh, yeah. And their goaltender's back, like you say. Yep. Um, I think they're looking good. We'll see, that's a wintertime sport, Pop. What yeah. about the boys' basketball this year now with a new coach? What are they looking we'll like? We'll see. They got three starters back. Yeah. Um, you know, they were all good. Uh, Evan Mason scored 20 points a game last year. Um, the, He's Mark, a great player. Yeah. Mark Smith came in as a freshman yeah, and he stabilized well. that, that yeah. shooting guard spot. He played well. So he's yeah. back. Um, and, you know, we'll see. I don't know what the, I did the, the uh, looks like. I did the state tournament game, Gloucester basketball versus Reading. That's Reading. Yeah, that was a good game. That was a good game. Gloucester had a 15-point lead at one time. Yeah. They were playing well. Yeah. I thought they were going to win that game. That was a weird game. It was a it foul was, fast. Yeah. Game, it was, you know, there that was fourth no quarter. Rhythm. Well, what happened was uh, uh, Reading just had a fouling. Yeah. 
and Every, Gloucester kept missing some shots. And, and, and both teams had key plays and foul trouble the whole game, yeah. so it was tough. To, I think I think that's when Gloucester got yeah. that 15-point lead. Reading's point guard got into foul trouble. And right. He'd come back in at the start of the second half, and then they come roaring back, and then the fourth quarter just stayed remember, tied, basically. I can remember broadcasting that game. That's all I said all night. Driving to the lane foul. Yep. <laughs> Drive to the lane foul. Well, that, I don't know why they had a third. They had a third referee for for playoff basketball games. They did. Just, yeah, yeah. Just leave it at two. If they leave miss a touch two. foul, they miss a touch foul. Yeah. Some of those fouls weren't touches. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No. But, but um, then Gloucester started, you know, to but, figure it out. Oh, they're calling everything. We're going to go inside. Yeah. And then they weren't. Then they put the whistles away in the final two minutes. Now, what about the female basketball team last year? They struggled last year. They am I correct? They did. How many um, wins? They have three. They four? had three wins. Okay. They've uh, now two wins. So two they wins. Had two really? Wins. Yeah. So they, they've been struggling. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, they actually they hired Drew Manese as their head coach this week. Really, Drew Manese. Well. Um, yeah. The father, not the son, who played a couple years ago. The father. Yeah. yeah, I went to school um, with him. I think if it's the same one. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, I, so I, I know he knows his basketball. So it's not yeah. that Driscoll. It's not Tarek Driscoll Tar- anymore. Tarek no. Driscoll uh, stepped down after last season. So yeah, I mean, she had a tough. Yeah, they've won nine games in the last three years, so Ooh. they're kind of fledging a bit. Um, yeah, there were a few freshmen last year that looked good. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see if they take a step in in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, this season. Um, you know, girls' sports uh, in Gloucester has been dominated by field hockey and softball lately. So, yeah. softball uh, team had a good year yeah. this past spring. The field uh, hockey team might uh, win the conference. One of the favorites in the conference. With that's know, this fall field hockey, right? Yeah, yeah. They, okay. They'll yeah. be they'll be right up there in really the good. conference good. race. Yeah. And, um, Female hockey coming back. Good, good yeah, to see. They're going to be the junior varsity team this year. When you know they'll take it from there. They're taking it, uh, you know, day so, by so, day to see how it goes. So they'll play a JV schedule. Yes, they'll play a JV schedule. The first year. Yep, uh, probably the first two years. Oh yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then they'll they'll reevaluate from there yeah. and see what the numbers look like. It's a Gloucester Rockport co-op team. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, Cape Man youth hockey. Is Rockport is, yep, and Gloucester exactly. mixed anyways. And they've been doing, and you know, they got a lot of numbers in the girls' game. Yeah, so that's what I've been hearing. That's why they brought it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They yeah. finally had enough commit, yeah. so now it's back. We'll see. Last year, the, the Gloucester hockey team, they had Sarah Francis on the mm. team, and um, I heard she's a great kid. Yeah, oh yeah, she and, was a great um, kid. She didn't play very much, but God, whenever she got in there, you were pulling for her to get a goal. Yeah, exactly. I was you know, hoping, and that Rockport game. Up here this year, mm-hmm. she had plenty of playing time that game. Yeah, and you know, I, and I thought she was going to get a goal. They were trying to get her a goal. And imagine, you know, imagine if there was a girls' program and she was playing, she would have dominated. She would have dominated. I know, and I kind of felt bad for her because mm-hmm. there should be a girls' team for her, but there wasn't. They couldn't find a co-op situation. Yeah. It's complicated, yeah. I guess. I know there's well, a couple girls from Manchester yeah. that play for Marblehead, but yeah. they, they, okay. it's it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah it it can get uh, tough when you didn't. She was a female in an all male environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought she handled herself well. She, she did. She yeah. even said, "Hey, I was one of the the team. They treated me like that. I, I felt like that. It was great." That's it. Yeah. Well, her expectation level must have been low every game anyway. So, mm-hmm. but from what I heard, the big picture was that the coach loved to have her on the team. She wasn't yeah. a problem mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Exactly. And, and and that's that's a good kid. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I was hoping she would score at least one goal because that would have been a moment. <laughs> it would have. It would have been a milestone. That would have been the first female yep. to get a goal in, a, in an all-male game. Mm-hmm. And anyone was talking about that at the rink. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it had happened, you would have had something to write about, extra yeah. to write about. Absolutely. And, of course, I would have had something more to talk about. And, mm-hmm. and we could have picked that up here at KPN TV. We could have had her on camera, et cetera, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But it never happened. But whatever. But, you know, she was kind of a pioneer. You know, we saw they had a little, uh, you know, girls uh, scrimmage kind of in between periods of one of the oh, games. Yeah. And she was refereeing it or something? No, but she was there. You could tell, like, they she all looked up, you know, up to her. Up to yeah. her. They were like, oh, yeah. no, oh wow, you know, Sarah. That Francis was good. Yeah, they all took a picture with they her. All took, I saw you know, that. So. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Okay, Nick, a uh, few more minutes. Let's talk about our beloved Red Sox. <laughs> they won today. Yeah. Um, that bullpen is like holy cow! Oh man, when when they put in a bod in the eighth inning, I, oh, I a bod is a bad. Oh, he's horrible. Oh, that bullpen uh, is terrible. Yeah, it's. I mean, but what were they gonna? They gonna Nick, do? Carson they, Smith blows out his elbow. Yeah, Hara's age yeah. is finally catching up to him. Tazawa's yeah. shot. Tazawa's yeah, shot, I mean, and Kimbrel. Barely hung on today. Kimbrel was having an ERA in the mid ones before he came. Well, he yeah, came now. in today. What does he do? A double and walk to start the ninth. Yeah. Then he and strikes then out the next three bats. Next three guys. I know. Um, I thought for sure they were going to lose. What do you think of them the rest of the season? Their bullpen don't get better. It's that simple. Well, I mean, yes, uh, I mean all the flaws in them are valid, but 
who in the American League is scary? I, I mean, know. I it. think the Texas Rangers are good. That's about the only no, team it, that's scary. My day job. They're but, all flawed. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> that's what I keep telling them. And my day job. They're always asking me, Phil, the Red Sox are losing all these games, but they're only two games out of first place. And then what I say? Yeah. Well, the teams ahead of them stink. Because yeah, <laughs> because you know the <laughs> Orioles and the Red Sox are basically the same thing. It's, it's still the Blue Except Jays. the Orioles have the bullpen, not the starters. The Red Sox just the opposite. Yes, have that. Well, actually, getting back to the Sox, this starters. They've been better. Been pretty good. Yeah, they've yeah. been better. Yeah. They've I mean, better. Uh, about four or five days ago, that left-hander started, the Rodriguez kid. Mm. He started a game. I think Farrell took him out too soon. Mm. He pitched six strong innings. He was ahead two to one. They lost five to two. <laughs> sounds about right. It sounds, it sounds like a beloved Red Sox. Yeah. But they're fun to watch, though. But They are. The young uh, offense. Yeah. The, the, these young kids, they got Bets, Bogarts, Bradley. What good players they're going to be. Yeah, Nick. they're going to have to open up the checkbook then. Yeah, you know what? One Bets of them's and, not going to stick around. Bets and Bogarts are going to get $300 million on the open market, so they better, uh, they better sign the checkbook out from those two. I think... I think one of them has to get traded, only to get a pitcher in here. Yeah, I think they got to keep them both. I think those two. All guys three of them. Are, I think I think well, Betts and Bogots are uh, are untouchable. What about Bradley? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can get a good pitcher for Bradley, I think Bradley's great. But you know, Travis I mean, Shaw's a good player too. And yeah, then, he's coming back down to earth a little. Yeah, a little he had a big bit, hit yeah. today. But, he had a big hit today. You know, yeah, yeah. He's he's solid. He's and serviceable. Ortiz is retiring. What do you do to replace him? Do you get that kid from don't. Toronto? You don't. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. And Canacion, yeah, be because. Nice. Because Joey Bats is probably going to stay in Toronto, yeah. Joey Batista, mm-hmm. and and Canassi, because they get to sign both of them. You know they're not going to do it. No, no, not, not Toronto, not Toronto. No. So one of those players is going to be available in the free agent market. I think it's going to be Encarnacion. Well, Ortiz is already recruiting him. He already I know, got one for he, tampering. He got in trouble for that. Ortiz, <laughs> you what he said? Yeah. He goes, I want Encarnacion replacing me, but the league said. That, that, that's tampering. I don't know how that's tampering, but... No, I don't know. But, the, the, there'd be no NBA if they enforce that role. I know. They say it all the time in the NBA. I want this player on my team. I want that player on my they team. They get together and make super teams They make super teams, season, yeah. So. Yeah, I know it, but... Um, if they make the playoffs, I, I, I just don't see them getting by a round. Because of the bullpen. It's going to blow it for know, though. The way that baseball, I mean, you know, the teams are built for the long haul, and then you mm. you got a short postseason. Yeah. So, you, I mean, I think we've seen, you know, 82-win Cardinals team won a championship 10 years ago. That's you know? right. They did. I mean, yeah. that team wasn't very good. No. They got and, hot. Jeff Weaver got, pitched get, out of his mind yeah. for the for the playoffs, and, 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 and you win the World Series. Right. And um, uh, Jonathan Papelbon's available. Do they take a yeah. flyer on him? You know what? Why not? I mean, I'm not. They the, need help I'm with the bullpen. I'm not the biggest Jonathan Papelbon fan, but no. I mean, what, can't be any worse than Robbie Ross and all these other yeah, and those, guys that oh, they're rolling. Those Robbie out. Ross. Robbie oh. Ross throws a curveball every pitch, and mm-hmm. you don't know where it's going. Yeah, I know. And and then you got the the, the Bonds kid. He comes in, oh, and Jerry Remy's going, you know, he's throwing 97 miles an hour. Yeah, it's five feet over the guy's head. <laughs> yeah, he's got great stuff, but you don't know what you're going to get out of him. You don't know. He's been pretty good, though. I think he should be their eighth inning guy. Bonds? Yeah. Really? So that's, uh, he's the best they got. And that's not saying much. No, I know. It's not saying much at all. They've got to get that bullpen established, because if they can establish that bullpen a little bit better, they might have a mm. shot. I don't think it's going to happen this season. No, I don't think it is either, unless they bring in Papelbon. And, and, and if they bring in Papelbon, it better be sharp money. Because, you, you know, oh, yeah. it has to be sharp money. You can't give this guy a big contract. No, no, no. He's not going to get a big contract. No, no. Anymore. There's no way. Um, what else is coming up? We like college football. I love college football. Yeah. College my, football. Uh, my younger brother went to Alabama, so I'm a fraud Alabama fan. No, they're awesome. I pretend awesome, that they? I love the yeah. Crimson Tide because he went there. Yeah, they're, they're a great program. Mm hmm. Um, you know, but call this football. This, this. Uh, I think the playoff. That's another. The, play, the playoff system made it so much better. Oh yeah, playoff system and call this football is way better. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yep. And then what do they got four? What are they like a final four now? That's how yeah. they do it. Yep. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. A couple of years from now, it's six, and then it's going to be eight. I hope. I'd love to see eight. Eight. I'd love yeah. To, I, actually, I'd love to see sixteen. I feel like sixteen would be. And perfect. if you notice what's happening in call this football now, Nick, a lot of the teams are dropping out of these conferences. The smaller yeah, they're, conferences. They're, they're kind of realigning. They're realigning, and I think what's happening, the, the major conferences are getting all these teams, and they're splitting them in two. Yeah. North and south, east or west and then, or whatever. And you see, you know, the Big yeah. East just the big get, e- goes defunct because yeah. they, they couldn't compete anymore. Uh, the Big 12's trying to poach teams out of yeah. the, you yeah. know, anywhere you, they can. UConn, UConn is actually thinking of going to the Big 12. <laughs> big 12. Yeah. And, but you know, believe it or not, it all started with Boston College leaving the Big yep. East and going to the mm-hmm. ACC. Boston College They were Virginia the first Tech. team to do it, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the BC program, I don't know. I, I like their program. It was a football decision, but they were a good football program yeah. then, and it was a and it was uh, it yeah. was a football decision. 
decision. Uh, the Big East, I mean, Did, yeah, they were in those um, Big East finals, but nobody took them seriously. Yeah, and, well, they actually went to an ACC championship game yeah, the second year there. They did. But if they're going to be... And they blew it. And then they blew it, yeah. That was when Matty Ice was on the... Yeah. Um, yeah and, um, but if they're going to compete in the, with the big boys, they're going to start recruiting better. They, they, they're going to go out on a win. Yeah, they're in a, uh, they're in a tough spot right I mean, now. They've I, never been this bad. I can't remember them ever being this bad. I mean, Well, I, I can go back many before you where they mm. were really bad. But until I'm talking pre-Doug yeah. 40. Mm. But, um, in fact, Jay Pelizzola, uh, here from Gloucester, um, uh, actually quarterbacked them for two years. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he quarterbacked them to, I think, 2-13 and 13, um, <laughs> season one year. Then they were 0-12 they were one year, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Fritz Smurlis played with uh, Jay Pelizzo. Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then about five or six years later came the Flutie era, and everything changed. Yeah, there. and then they, they become pretty stable yeah. for a while. Um, yeah, if, if BC wants to compete in the ACC, they've they got to start recruiting outside New England. I think what I read, they were the last last year, 2015-2016, they were the first school since World War II to play in a major conference and go winless in football and basketball in the conference. Really? Yeah, in a major conference. Yes. And no one talks about their hockey team. They're the best in the yeah, country. They're, they're great. But they have about one-tenth of the schools to recruit against in hockey. That's true. And That's true. Not, the yeah. Northeast is a hockey hotbed. It's a hockey so They're going to get bed. some great players right, around yeah. here. It's not, you know, yeah. when you know football down south is the area it's, to go. Oh, it's unbelievable. DC's not getting many kids from down south. No, I know. That's that's what's killing them. I mean, the ACC, basically a south conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if they want to compete with those teams, they're going to have to start recruiting with those teams. Yep. I, I, I don't know how much money they're putting into their recruiting system, but does it look like they're going outside New England? No, right the, now it doesn't. I don't. Maybe uh, they are. I don't know. I don't know either. But that, that it doesn't look like they are. Uh, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, is Urban Meyer the greatest coach? No, but he's the best recruiter. <laughs> so yeah, it and, and it's the same thing with the guy in Alabama. Yeah, well, I think he's all of the above. Well, I think he's he, a better coach than everybody and a better recruiter than. Well, everybody. I know he recruits awesome. That's what I've been hearing. But you know, he he don't rebuild. He reloads. Yeah. I mean, he's got kids sitting on the bench that could start that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and they're probably not going to start for two years down the road. Mm-hmm. You have Ohio State a couple years ago goes to a third-string quarterback and wins the national title. And wins the national title, exactly. Each one was just as good as the next. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, Nick Kukuru, looking forward to seeing you down at New Stadium this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for coming on. I'm Phil Castro. I want to thank Jim Capillo. Nick, thanks for coming on again. We'll absolutely. see you around, and we'll Definitely have you on again. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll plan it another time. All right, folks, I'm Phil Nicastro. Good night, everybody.